Section 21 of the Final Report from the National Commission on the BP Deepwater Horizon Oil Spill and Offshore Drilling. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Final Report from the National Commission on the BP Deepwater Horizon Oil Spill and Offshore Drilling. Voices from the Gulf 3. Louisiana is paying a grave price for what the rest of the country is enjoying. Brenda Darter Robichaux, former chief of the United Huma Nation, Raceland, Louisiana. Brenda Darter Robichaux could not help noticing as the local coastline, ditched for oil-related navigation and pipeline corridors, progressively disappeared all through Terrebonne, Lafourche, Jefferson, St. Mary, St. Bernard, and Plaquemine parishes as principal chief, from 1997 until 2010, of the 17,000-member United Huma Nation, whose people lived in and made their livelihoods from the coastal lands of southeastern Louisiana, she said, We have seen small canals turn into large bayous. We have watched hundreds of acres of wetlands wash away. We have seen freshwater bayous turn into salt water. And her people have become exposed to severe risks. Hurricanes Gustav and Ike destroyed our community on Isle de Jean Charles because we no longer have the barrier islands protecting us. Today, Isle de Jean Charles is just a sliver of what it once was. The length of the island is still several miles, but the width is maybe an acre. When I was little, there were fields that we, the Huma people, raised cattle and horses on. We had gardens and the kids played baseball. Now there is no such thing. The backyards are water. Former Chief Robichaux initially saw some possible good coming from the spill, serious attention being paid to coastal restoration. The spill certainly adds another level of awareness to the problem, like Katrina did, but we need major change now, and not just little projects. When the oil spill happened, I was hopeful that all the attention it was bringing might finally wake people up. I was optimistic. I was thinking if we're ever going to get vision for coastal restoration off the ground, now is the time, but I don't see that happening. For centuries, the United Huma Nation's culture and economy have been entwined with the bounty of the Gulf. Our people follow the seasons, Robichaux explained. In the summer we catch shrimp, crabs, and garfish. In the winter we harvest oysters and trap nutria, muskrat, and otters whom a fisherman are intimately familiar with the lakes and bayous of our region. They know the stories of how these places got their names. They know how the tides flow and the winds blow. All of these traditions are in danger of disappearing. Like all Americans, she knew well the nation's dependence on oil. Louisiana is paying a grave price for what the rest of the country is enjoying, whether it's seafood or what oil and gas provide but our tribal citizens are paying the ultimate price, because we live along the coast of southeast Louisiana. We as a nation, not only people in Louisiana, not just people on the coast, but the nation, need to evaluate our dependency on oil and gas. We need to reevaluate our entire lifestyle. It's not just a Gulf Coast issue. An entire culture being washed away by crude oil and chemicals, Clarence R. Duplessis, Commercial Fisherman, Devant, Louisiana.
When Clarence R. Duplessis was born in 1945, in the small Gulf Coast fishing community of Devant, just north of Pointe la Hache, he became the seventh generation of his family to live in Plaquemine Parish, Louisiana. After high school, Duplessis joined the U.S. Marine Corps, served a tour of duty in Vietnam, and met his wife, Bonnie, who served in the Navy. Upon their return to Louisiana, Mr. Duplessis found work at the Kaiser Aluminum Plant in Chalmette, Louisiana. In 1989, when the plant shut, he says, I had a young family to feed, clothe, and educate. This was a problem with a solution. I was still young and had experience with shrimping and oystering. I had salt water in my veins at birth. I went fishing, and my children paid their college tuition by working as deckhands. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit us with a crippling blow. Wow, a major problem. My wife and I lost everything we owned in Hurricane Katrina. Even then, though the entire region was wiped out and the insurance companies packed their bags and left us, there was still a solution. The fishing communities and people of South Louisiana are some of the hardest working, defiant, yet kindest people on God's earth. After the storm, we faced the difficult task of rebuilding, but that was the solution. Now, five years later, we are facing the Deepwater Horizon oil spill. This is the worst of our problems, because we have no answers, no solutions, only questions. As we watch our livelihood and even an entire culture being washed away by crude oil and chemicals that no one knows the long-term effects of, we ask, will we have the mortgage payment next month? How long will this last? Will I be able to go oystering next year, or ever again? How long will it take the fisheries to recover? Will BP do what is right, or will they pack their bags and leave us like the insurance companies did? What can I do to survive? I have a thousand questions and no answers. Now I hope you can understand why this problem is the worst of my life. End of section 21